Okay, guys, welcome to week three, June 21st to 26th. This is a, an opportunity to, to overview the week, give you some insights into the back end of what we do um, so that you can see some of the inner workings and you understand some of the thinking behind what we do. Uh, as a general reminder, we have our month theme overviews or overview in terms of theme, we got system, uh, which is ventilation. And we like to say uh, there's two worlds that we do for primary systems and ventilation, which is more breathing. And then we have like the plumbing stuff, which is more muscular as a general rule. Uh, then the virtuosity kettlebell. So you'll see that sort of woven in. Uh, and then the fun workout or the fun theme is open. And so this week, we actually don't have an open workout, which, which comes up because it's about three times in the month that we do that. But real quick to familiarize you, we got our front squat progression here. We got uh, single arm kettlebell floor press. Um, so you can see that kettlebell working its way in here from a strength perspective. Uh, and then we have overhead squats on, um, on Saturday. So that's just a high level. We're going to take a dive into each of these days, starting with Monday. So taking a look at Monday, Monday's our, our front squat progression. Um, so with the, with the front squat, um, this is the threes, right? So we're building here uh, on this four by three. We want to always make sure to mention that it shouldn't just be straight building, but it's building to a, a heavy-ish while this building is building to more of a, a max or something much heavier. This is just increasing a little bit per set, but maintaining the focus on uh, movement. Uh, then anything you want to add to this, Brian? Um, yeah, just make sure purple and brown are adding weight with every set where blue, like Nathan was saying, they can kind of just add as they go. They don't necessarily need to add every single set just as long as they end heavier. And we are testing or assessing uh, next week. So they should keep those numbers in mind as they're going through. So you want to be within shooting distance of that, that level up, right? You don't want to be like, you know, 10, 15% off where, where there's no shot. So get within yeah. shooting distance. That way you can get right in there next week. And, and this is, you know, as we're building, um, we have uh, the week by week familiarity, right? So that's really giving people a worldview of what they're doing. And so that's just the, mm -hmm. when we look at these progressions a month, it's one time every week, it's not going to be so much that someone's going to be making a huge amount of progress from like a strength perspective. They will, but it's not going to be as big as the neurological, especially for these lower levels where they're just kind of getting familiarity and building. Um, once we finish with that, we're going to the workout, which is, has pistols, burpees over bar and double unders, right? So we can get an idea, 10 minutes, what we're going to be working on in this prep. We got, you know, review and practice pistols for the lower levels. It's, it's going to be um, front step lunge pistols to a box, but just practicing because in the actual workout, they're not doing pistols, right? They're doing step ups here at this higher level. We're doing lunges, but in the practice in the prep, we do want to expose people to these movements, you know, front step lunge, pistols to a box, kind of keeping that in mind uh, into a brief and rehearse, right? And then for this workout, uh, it's this 10 minutes. So we're going to be going pretty steady on this and we can take a look at the system, right? So these pistols, uh, the burpees over bar, the double unders, primarily that that plumbing element is coming in with this pistol and the, the burpees over bar and the double unders are going to be more breathing. This is why it's in the breathing category, ventilation, but it's on the plumbing side within the ventilation category. Uh, Anything you want to add? Well, how did this go in class? 
Uh, this went really well as long as people pick the right variation. I had a couple people who thought they could do pistols pretty well and did 10. And then after the second round kind of petered out. So make sure that if they're kind of on the fence, if they're pretty good at pistols, but not super proficient that they're doing the six and not the 10, just because that volume adds up pretty, pretty quick. Um, but yeah, it should, it should flow pretty smooth, right? You shouldn't be roadblocked at the pistols every round. It should be straight through on the pistols, right into the burpees, right into the double unders. Um, and if you're coaching, make sure you warm up before you show people pistols. I didn't warm up in one of my classes and I had a really sad time, uh, afterwards I was really sad. sore. Yeah, it was very, it was very pathetic. I could barely do the pistol. I looked bad in front of class too. So make sure you guys warm up a little bit so that you look good. And these are alternating, you know, so just keeping that in yes. mind, if you were going to be doing straight, there'd be more on the plumbing side. When you alternate, it does work more of the breathing. You're splitting up the work a little bit. Uh, following that, we got our extra credit rotational accessory. You got banded wood chops, kettlebell side bends, banded wood chops on the other side, and then side bends on the other side. So that rounds out uh, the Monday. Let's move on to Tuesday, which is uh, we have a kettlebell, primarily kettlebell complex with a little bit of a shuttle run in between, right? So we're going to warm up. You can see swings, uh, wall slides, leg swings, bird dogs, mobility, general body functional movements here with the swings, kind of getting athletically, getting everything prepped. Uh, and then we're going into this uh, kettlebell prep. So we're getting everybody familiar with single arm kettlebells, swings, kettlebell cleans, right? Kettlebell cleans a weird one. Um, and we just, it's not weird. Yeah. It's just not often done. And that's a big thing. And then same thing with kettlebell push jerks, push press, not often done. And when we look at the, the virtuosity theme for the week or for the month, um, kettlebells is the virtuosity. So we have this as a focus point for uh, the, that theme. And so when we take a look at this workout, we got five rounds for time. We got eight kettlebell cleans, right? And then 10 push jerks on the non-dominant. That's what that stands for, non-dominant side. Uh, and then a hundred meter shuttle run. And then same thing on the other side, on the dominant side, right? Now we say non-dominant dominant, just so people, when they're, I mean, as the workout goes on, obviously they're not going to be fresh, but in the beginning, they're starting with that, that the, the less strong side of the non-dominant. Um, this one, uh, five rounds, steady, right? We want to be moving nice and clean on all this. And that's why the prep is so important. So we don't want people just flopping around on this stuff. Uh, we want them to be moving tight. And this is the whole idea of virtuosity is it's an opportunity to kind of take a deep dive into this world. Goal is sub 14. The system is similar, but again, within the breathe and burn system, there is also a very wide range. You can use all sorts of different body parts, right? For the burning, for the plumbing side. So while it's the same as yesterday, it's going to be different in feel, uh, but also in just, you know, the structure of the work and how it is, how it moves. Anything you have to add on that, Brian? Yeah. Um, on the kettlebell cleans, I would, this is just the minimum amount that you should do right here. I, we spent a little more time than this, than just 10 cleans, uh, uh with lightweight and 10 cleans with workout weight. We were practicing for a little while just because the push press and push jerk, uh, review, we do those more often, right? Just, it's just a changing of implements. So instead of having the barbell in the front rack or the dumbbell, it's the kettlebell. So not much changes for that, but the kettlebell clean is a lot more complicated than it seems and like a lot more confusing for members just because that awkward turnover into the front rack. So spend a lot of time there. That way the workout's super, super smooth and, and consistent. You don't have people kind of like doing wonky cleans and having to take extra time. 
And, you know, you'll notice at this lower level here, the white, they are doing cleans and they're doing a push press variation off of the push jerk um, with this lighter. These actually are the same. Generally, we don't want these to be the same for the most part. But for this day, we have um, it, it's it's slow enough. It's steady enough that somebody can work at this white level. But if needed, yeah, make sure that you go down. Right. So if somebody it doesn't have the capacity to be doing cleans or push press, they don't have the, the movements, switch them to something like uh, a swing and then like some sort of press, like a box push up or something like that. If someone doesn't want to go overhead, you can also just go strict press with a lighter weight. So it could be mm-hmm. kettlebell swing one arm or double arm and then a, a lighter weight on that uh, on the press. So just keep that in mind with these light, these lower levels. Uh, generally, we do a better job with this, but I'm not, it, you know, it, it, this is also fine, but we just want to make make a little warning here to be able to yeah. scale down if needed. Um, the reason we did that is just, again, because the kettlebell virtuosity want to expose even the white levels to the kettlebell clean. Um, so that's why that's in there with the push press, just so you guys know. Yeah, the virtuosity aspect, so exposing them. Um, but always with the the wrapping with the white levels, you're wrapping them in safety. And even in the yellows mm-hmm. and the orange, in everything, it's wrapped in safety. And this comes back to, if you notice a preponderance of something where it's like you come that come up here and you see, oh, there's uh, an you know a quote-unquote excessive amount of something – change it, right? It's always up on, up to you. When we're programming, we're going for a very broad audience, right? We got hundreds of gyms doing this stuff, but it's always going to be on you to make any adjustments that you need based on your discretion and based on your experience. Um, so following this, uh, this kettlebell sort of complex with some shuttle runs in between, we have lower body accessory, three to four sets, uh, spring ankle hold, and then Peterson step-ups and skiers. Right. So just running through filling the gaps. Right. This is the big thing about this. Right, Brian, like getting all of these mm-hmm. sort of the buckets Absolutely. or the holes in the buckets filled in. Yeah. And this is a big one here. The spring ankle hold that's for arch stability and support. So working on that foot strength a little bit. And it's something that's a, a, overlooked a lot. But if you think about it, everything we're doing up here in the workout is using your feet. Probably a lot of the things we're doing tomorrow will be using your feet. Right. Anytime you're exerting force. Uh, through the feet into the ground, that arch gets a little touch. So making sure we kind of, you know, are taking care of our feet and not just letting it slowly deteriorate. And then uh, you have foot cramps all the time. Yeah. And you think, you know, when you think about transfer of power, you got like yeah. the hands and the forearms and you got mm-hmm. the feet and the, and the calves, right? So yeah. like those things are going to be, if you're, if you're, weak on those things, it's going to translate to all sorts of other stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Extra credit flexibility, right? Something that people like to skip, um, but (laughs) how you do your own, how you do flexibility or how you do your extra credit in your gym is totally up to you. Recommending that uh, people, you know, do this either after class or on their off time. Most people should be able to do this at home. So you can always prescribe it. So that's your Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, We have more of a breathing day, right? So heavy breathing, you can just take a look right away at these, at the way this is made up, right? Five minutes, resting a minute, five minutes. Now, right away when you, and I'll get to the, the warm up in a second, but right away you see these, this setup here, three pull-ups, nine tuck-ups, 12 box step-ups, right? So these, this tuck-up is definitely going to tax the, the, uh, the muscle, the muscles of the, the core, right? The abs, like you're going to be 
there's going to be some tension elements at the lower levels. It's ab mat sit-ups, mm -hmm. but it's not so much that it should slow anybody down tuck up versus a V up, right? So it's a little bit on the easier side, meaning we want people to be able to move through. It's the same reason why the pull-ups are so low, right? I mean, relatively, mm -hmm. we're looking at three pull-ups. Why would that be? It's because we, it, it allows movement to different stations faster, which means that you're going to be hitting more of the breathing. If we did five minutes and it was 50 pull-ups, 80 tuck-ups, <laughs> you know, a hundred totally different, right? We're hitting on some totally different systems, right? And we just want to pay yeah. attention to that when you see this, why it would be made up. So we got our prep, right? We're really prepping for what's in the workout here. We got a little breathing thing prep just to kind of get the breathing, the blood going. And then the, for the prep, we got pull-up review and then uh, just getting the everything set up to rehearse because moving into this, right? Five minutes, Cal air bike. Most people can really like, you want to be warmed up obviously, but you can also use this as sort of a ramp because you got a minute rest after each of these. Right. And then it's three times. So you're looking at uh, 12 times three, like when we've come up here, you can see 36 minutes. That's kind of, it's a long period of time. Cows are going to vary 12 plus rounds is sort of the, the goal. Um, but breathing, 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 a different world when it comes to fitness and it comes to running a class, most members are not going to, they're not going to have connected, you know, the, the breathing aspects and focusing on the breathing and maximizing all those aspects of the, of the program. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, when you're briefing this, Brian, like you're just making sure everybody knows, right? Like, yeah steady yeah, breath. absolutely how do this go especially with the cal air bike scan row being off the top people get a little i wouldn't say excited but they get a little over uh zealous getting into that thinking they can hold a certain pace for all three rounds and then as soon as we get to that second round i go around and look at cals per hour and you know 15 20 less so make sure that they are uh being conservative in that first round with their pace especially on the bike and row of the five minute AMRAP that that usually was paced correctly. I only had a couple of people that kind of went a little overboard, but almost everyone went a little too fast on the air bike and the row to start off. So emphasizing that that way they can stay consistent all the way through. And like when we look at programming, um, if you were, if we were going to be very strict and, you know, conventional with the sort of heavy breathing intervals that you'd normally see, it would be like, a five minute row, rest a minute, five minute bike, rest a minute, five minute ski. Mm -hmm. Like it would be more monostructural cyclic ty types of pieces. But what we're doing here is we're trying to make it more interesting, right? So it's not yeah. just a straight, you know, boring, what, what members are going to consider boring, even though the, the function uh, and the adaptation is super important. So we kind of wrap it. And Definitely. that's why you see this mixed in here. So it just kind of mixes things up and lets people continue, get the, the uh, benefit from a longer workout, but not feel so bored within the, the structure. Uh, after that extra credit, lateral accessory, we got lateral lunges, lateral work is really ignored, right? And this is kind of why you put this in here, right, Brian? Talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of things that kind of functional fitness and CrossFit misses out on. It's a lot of lateral stuff, a lot of rotational stuff. And then, of course, like the bodybuilding accessory, um, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot, right? Like the, the lateral stuff isn't done a lot in general. If you go to a 24-hour fitness, neither is rotational stuff. So just filling in those gaps so that people aren't getting hurt, um, especially in that rotational plane and lateral plane. Uh, just because, again, it's it's ignored almost universally in every 
every discipline, not just CrossFit. So we're just, you know, filling in those gaps. Always, always, always. Yeah, balancing things out. So that's your Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Thursday, we got this single arm kettlebell floor press, a unique movement, right? Not very frequently done. And it's, this is put on purpose. So like, you know, sometimes people are like, what the hell are we doing? I mean, it's part of the long-term view, the, the, uh, the themes, right? So this is exposing people to single arm work using that kettlebell. We're going to go on the floor, accumulating sets, five to seven sets, eight to 12 reps. It's the same across the board at those lower levels, just getting the movement, just getting the stability is really the focus here. You might even want to drop some of these sets down. It's, it really depends, but it can be very light at first. You're alternating sides. You got about 15 minutes for this, for the actual work here. Five minutes to review, right? Getting on the ground, getting stable, making sure to keep that scap retracted back and it, everything nice and tight on those four presses. Then we're going to go from that into a workout that involves Turkish get-ups, right? And this is, uh, we, we discuss this in depth uh, when we do our planning. And a lot of people don't like Turkish get-ups for time. I don't really like Turkish get-ups for time either. And that's why, or we don't, Brian and I and the whole mm-hmm. team. Definitely and that's not. why we have it for quality, right? So it's two Turkish get-ups controlled. And at the lower weight, we got no weight, right? Use a, use a shoe, right? The classic shoe or like mm-hmm. a little th- something that they just have to balance, whatever it is. Um, but moving through these, these, uh, these stations. So we got, you know, reviewing the Turkish getup, making sure everybody's feeling good, re- then re- set up, rehearse all that stuff. And then it's for uh, quality. And that's why there's no goal. This is going to be muscular burn. So it's almost on this bodybuilding style on the, the side of bodybuilding. Cause you got these eight ring pushups even here mm-hmm. though, I would say that this probably should be box pushups at this lower level. So we'll, we'll change that same thing. This one may be regular pushups. I think that this was an, we had a little oversight here. This well, should be. We uh, were. Uh, so when we talked about this with Oscar and Ryan, yeah, yes, we, we, uh, we have the notes here too. You adjust the height of the rings to allow for unbroken sets. So, for the lower levels, think, think box push-up height for the rings because um, they can adjust like a ring row. They can adjust the uh, the difficulty based on the angle of their body, right? So we're just adding a little variation in there because I know these whites and yellows are probably real tired of doing box push-ups. Yeah. Uh, so adding in that little bit of variation but still making it doable for those levels with the angle and the height of the rings. Now I remember. <laughs> we had a whole discussion about this. <laughs> Yeah, it was like my, five, my, my programming yeah. in my brain is like, what the hell? But yeah, yeah. so short circuit it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Adjusting the height, same <laughs> thing with the ring row, right? Like Brian was saying. Um, but again, this is, it's not going to be for time. You have to control your people, make sure mm-hmm. that they're going for quality. They're not like, well, trying to do their Turkish get up super fast and b- blazing through these scrambles and going through the fast goblet squats. Even these goblet squats, consider putting them on a tempo. Right. We didn't put them on a tempo, but, you know, controlled movement on this uh, is is the name of the game. Um, And again, this is outside what's normally done. Like and this is what makes level method programming so interesting and so unique with what we do. We're taking into account the whole year. We're taking into account the virtuosity. We're looking at all these things and we're inserting specifically inserting work that is not commonly done to expose our people to more things to get them with a a broader base of skills. Um, So quick note on that. And then shoulder accessory, again, 
uh, filling in the gaps. This is what most of the extra credit is going to be. It's filling in the gaps that people are neglecting as a general rule. They're, they do their hard thing and then they go home and they don't do anything else. And then they come and do something hard again and they're not balancing out. And then inevitably over time, they end up getting hurt. So this is what the extra credit's all about. Any comments on that, Brian? Yeah, especially like you'll notice most of it's shoulder, hip, knee, like all these places that people get hurt the most. It's because usually there's a muscle muscular deficiency or, you know, someone's doing something they shouldn't be doing. But most of the time it's that their their rotator cuffs aren't activating properly, lateral delts not activating properly. So we're hitting on all of that here, real light band, making sure we're going through full range of motion. Um, yeah, it's just filling in the gaps, like Nathan said, to avoid injury at all costs. And it'll also help with your snatches, presses, anything you use your shoulder for, it's going to, it's going to help uh, immensely. Yeah. So this Thursday really is a quality day, right? We're focused on quality. So uh, moving on to, I mean, every day is a quality day, but this is specifically yeah. Thursday, Friday, uh, we have uh, helipad, which is deadlift, power, clean, hang, power, clean, burpee, box jump, 400 meter runs, four oh, rounds for time. We can just get an idea right away of the kind of workout this is going to be. It's a little, we got this little complex with the barbell going down. So we do the deadlifts, do the power cleans, do the hang power cleans, burpee over box jump, or burpee box jump. And then we got a 400 meter run, right? Four sets. So we're running for a mile. We can see right away that the, the burning aspects, the plumbing aspects comes from that deadlift power clean, hang power clean complex burpee, but this will be heavy on the breathing, right? We could call this VPV yeah. there, you know, again, when we're looking at energy systems, there's this, this range and depends on how you do it. But when we're looking at this, what this tells me for the most part is I kind of want to make these deadlift power clean, hang power cleans, uh, unbroken and then yep. steady, steady, right. Unbroken, steady, steady. Now these aren't going to be so much, so many reps that you're going to be like dying, but it's 18 reps, right? So we, we got to take a look, uh, and keep that in mind that each time's 18 reps, I want to come in. I want to kind of push it on that. Uh, so, but so it's a start prep, right? We got the, uh, movement review going over power cleans. That's going to be the, the big thing here is this barbell complex, um, burpee box jumps, nice and steady on those in the run. So how did this go in class, Brian? Um, so like Nathan was saying, we want to try to keep those barbell movements unbroken. It's going to be a little bit tough for purple and brown, but they should be able to do it. That way it's calibrated so that they can do it. Uh, it should be a little bit easier, of course, for yellow and orange to keep that unbroken. They'll probably be on the, the more breathing side, the heavier breathing side. Whereas when we get to the blue, purple, brown, those guys will have a little bit more burning. But making sure that just like when we were talking about the pistols, there's no roadblock at any one of these spots, right? So if that weight's a little too heavy for power cleans, you should drop it down again so we can keep it moving. You don't want people doing singles on the power cleans after doing quick deadlifts. And, you know, think about the flow of the workout as we're choosing weights and variations. Yeah, smooth, right? And, and that yeah. nice, consistent. consistent barbell movement and then breathing through this stuff. Um, the extra yeah. credit flexibility, right? Overhead squat hold with barbell. If it's appropriate, uh, PVC pipes also perfectly fine. Um, yeah. But getting in that good position, uh, minute external hip stretch on box, right from the map, butterfly stretch. Um, and we're just going, we're moving through that for four sets. So nice and steady. Again, not very glamorous or sexy, but required uh, if you want to be well-rounded and you want to, you know, have a foundation that you're not going to get messed up with everything you do. So yeah. that's be able Friday. to work out tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we have uh, Saturday, 
overhead squats. So we can even take some of this stuff that we do in this day. I mean, it's, it's a, pre, a pre prep, um, but we're going to be warming everything up here. We got PVC pastures, PVC overhead wall squats, um, on a tempo, right? So three seconds down, three seconds, hold three seconds up, three seconds, hold really, really smooth. Uh, mm -hmm. behind the neck press and shoulder taps, then we're moving into the overhead squats. We, again, we don't really do overhead squats too frequently. We do them, but not like very, very often. Um, but with this, we want to build do a heavy three here and then accumulating high quality sets at the lower levels or wall squats at uh, white level, you know, getting that mobility uh, down. And then we mm -hmm. have the four time 18, 15, 12, nine overhead squat toes to bar, right? So again, taking what we did, taking that familiarity, uh, the skills that we've been building, because we also have, you know, we're going to be reviewing and practicing overhead squats here. We got 10 minutes for this. Uh, and then we're going to go into the movement review. So toes to bar primarily, because we've already gone over overhead squats, uh, and then briefing setup rehearse into this one, which is a sub eight. And depending on the person, this could definitely move into lactic, right? So mm -hmm. when you think about systems, breathe and burn is sort of in the middle here. And then on the left-hand side, uh, if you're even following what I'm saying here, but in our bioenergetic model on the left, <laughs> hand, it, it morphs, it goes into lactic pretty easily back and forth. Yeah. Depends on someone's capacity. So we want to make sure that on this one, we're going steady. Look at sub eight. So we got to move with purpose, but we also don't want to rush, right? So if you split things up, you just want to be able to maintain a consistent pace. Um, toes to bar is going to get kind of grippy. The past day here, this is also kind of grippy, right? So there's going to be some grips, not a lot because we got a, a good amount of rest in between, but still some amount of grip. So just keep that in mind. Um, but that, you know, the overhead squats and then in the toes to bar is going to, uh, really, it will tax some people. So making sure oh, to yeah. stay, uh, controlled. So any thoughts on that one, Brian? Yeah. Being a little conservative with that overhead squat weight so that you can keep it unbroken because the time suck of dropping the bar, resting, shaking it out and picking it back up. That's a huge, um, time commitment, right. For only an eight minute, eight minute workout. So you don't want to take 30 seconds to break at the set of 15. To reset, right? So it's better to go a little bit lighter, go unbroken. And like Nathan was saying, tend a little more towards the lactic tolerance side. You don't want it to go over the eight minutes into 12, 13, 14 minutes. Then you're kind of getting away from the purpose of the workout. Right. Exactly. Now, you know, the argument is, well, I want to build high quality reps of my overhead squats and, <laughs> but you're taking it away because you're dropping it so much, having to pick it up. Like it, it diminishes what we're actually doing. So yeah. taking a look at this goal target. And if the weight's too heavy, inevitably, there are going to be some janky reps in there towards the end when you're trying to rush. So it's, again, it's better to go light, do really high quality reps and go unbroken. Yeah. Consistency. And then we finish this day rotational accessory, same concept, same philosophy as all of our extra credits for the most part. Um, but filling in the gaps, right. Making sure that people are moving, uh, well, and they're, they're laying a foundation to prevent injury in the long term. So, um, that is your, uh, Saturday now coming back up, taking a look just at the overview of the week, we can see, how things all fit together. Now, like on this day, this quality day, we got ring push-ups uh, and we got Turkish get-ups. And you'll see that there's burpee box jumps on this day, right? And then we also have some overhead squats. So we got some, some uh, you know, stability, pushing things. But when we take a look at this day, I'm not doing this day for like capacity. And that's why we were okay putting this 
in here and making sure same thing with this, it's, it's going to be stability, right? So we yeah. do take into account all these and we pull the strings. We have discussions about this. Um, we've had people ask about, you know, why we do certain things and it's all uh, based on what we're trying to accomplish with the week, with the month, with the virtuosity mm-hmm. themes. Um, and it is a, a very complicated game that we play. Um, but again, as a rule of thumb, anything that you see that you think that should be changed, is on you to change it, adjust it as you see fit. That's really how we want to use this programming. You can plug and play, or you can use it as a template and make small adjustments. So um, any last words, Brian? Um, Yeah. Like Nathan was saying, we have three gyms testing this. If there's anything glaring, it definitely gets changed, but everyone's got a different population. Everyone's got um, a little bit of, of special needs that they need to be met in each gym. So it shouldn't be too much to adjust, but if you need to switch out burpees for bodybuilders, anything like that, you should definitely, you know, make sure you're doing that and chalk it. Uh, but if you guys have any questions, go ahead and drop it on Facebook. But yeah, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. See you. See you soon. Thanks for watching.